Previously on the Mortal Path. Yeah, I'd like to look at the notebook. There are plans to descend to the manor house. If you hear or see anything alarming, be very quiet and don't move. What are you going to do? Oh, I'm just going to meditate. And you are suddenly floating above this endless sea of magma. Oh, shit. And as you look down at it, you can almost see in the middle this human-like face, but it's huge, it's titan-sized, and it smiles. <laughs> God. This notebook, there might be more stuff down on the third level that'd be quite good. And it's got wands and armour and instruments. We should go here next. We should go here straight away. It looks like it's a fresh wound. Am I bleeding everywhere? Uh, no, it's just like you've just got a hole in you. Oh. Have a sip of this and we'll see if it helps. You watch the wound on his back slowly start to lace up as you get into the house, hanging slightly crooked on the wall, this huge portrait. The next door you go into is the first door that feels jammed. This room looks trashed. And again, what catches your attention beyond this rampage that seems to have gone through it is all these smears of dried blood on the walls and the floors that kind of look like big handprints. shove this door open you can see beyond this room that has been absolutely trashed all of this broken furniture scattered across the floor there are things that look like they have just kind of um, been absolutely smashed apart there are blood stains or what looks like blood stains on the walls and on the floors of this long kind of corridor and you can see as you kind of peer in there are two staircases one quite close to you and one at the other end of this corridor um, can I ask, do we have a light source at this point? Uh, you, Nat, you have your candle, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Is that still on? Uh, yes. Lit. It's lit. <laughs> Thank you, Ed. <laughs> Hang on, we're in a corridor. I thought we were looking into a servant's room. So as you, yeah, I said that last time, right? It's, it's a long corridor that is clearly servant's quarters. Ah. Does it look like something stumbled through it bleeding or like something was attacked in it? Bleeding. Make me uh, an investigation check. Oh, good. It's a three. A three. You don't know, but it looked like there was a lot <laughs> happening in this in this corridor. Yeah. Uh, can I investigate to see how long ago this happened? Yeah, go for it. Okay, that's a twelve. Okay. Are you going like into the room for this, or are you just like peering around the door? I'm kind of just looking from a distance. Like, okay, has it happened just? very recently no it looks dry but there's this weird kind of consistency uh to the blood it looks almost like it's caught somewhere between like completely dry and congealed there are parts that still kind of look like they might be wet it's difficult to tell how long ago it happened it certainly doesn't look recent but you couldn't really put how long ago it happened um let's be careful let's be very careful yeah i second that findex I think it's best if you go first. <laughs> because you've got such excellent dark vision. I... And you're big and strong. 
I don't. I don't have that. You don't have that. Well, Tyrone no. will probably help lead you. Well, I do have have dark dark vision, but I'll, I'll, that's part of the problem. See, because uh, I'd rather I didn't see all this, to be honest. Don't worry. I'll I'll take the lead. I've I've been in situations like this before. What really? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, not quite. Before we go any <laughs> further. What kind of situations like this have you been in, Nat? I'd be very grateful if you could share that with the group. Look, can we save this for later? Can we not just move away from the strange magical piano thing? That was in the other room. Yeah, but look, we're still pretty pretty close to it. And, um... Yeah, but don't you think there's going to be more strange magical weirdness in here that we don't yet know about? All right, well, I'd rather we found it first rather than it finding us. I agree with Taro. Oh, that's weird to say. I'd rather know what Nat's been doing that's like this. Oh, just cleaning up after people. Don't worry. Oh. Oh, well, we've all been there. All right, then. Do you still want me to go first? Yes. No, No, don't worry. I'll take the lead. All right. Can I um, tap Findex on the elbow? He jumps. Um, Yeah, I say, it's all right, it's all right. It's just me. We're all friends. Uh, I'd be really grateful if you went up there with Nat because, you know, she's got the candle so it'll be easier for you to see as well and and I just feel a little bit safer and I can roll persuasion on that if you want me to. No, I think he's going to follow your orders at this point pretty Smashing? much. Smashing? Smashing. Off you I'll go. I'll go with her. All, all right. Findex. Yes. Findex, hold this. And I pass him the candle. He takes it. And then I draw my Kalishmad. Okay. And start stealthing forward. Okay, roll me stealth if you're stealthing. He's also going to... That's a, <laughs> a warm-blooded 21. A warm-blooded 21. Okay, so you creep your way into this room and you start picking over these bits of furniture. Um, and as the, the glow of the candle kind of spreads out, you can see that there are these doors along the corridor that look like they lead into rooms. A couple of them are, like, cracked open. None of them seem to look, from at least from your distance, particularly destroyed or locked. And as I said, there is a staircase that is right by you and there is a staircase that you can see the very faint, very, very faint outline at the very far end of the hall. And just as you clock these two staircases... And as you count what looks like six doors along the way, there is a crash behind you as Findex, with his nat one, (laughs) manages to step through what he clearly thought was a bit of floor, but was actually wood, and kind of, ah, as he he does. And then he freezes, and he looks to you with terror and deep apology. I, I freeze, and I get ready to stab anything that'd be coming out. Okay. You wait for a couple of seconds. Are you are you perceptioning? Yes. Okay, wrong with perception. Um, can I say I, I I would like to follow quite close behind them. Yeah. Yeah. Also me too. Yeah. I don't want to get left behind, and I'm stealthing stealthing the like a lot. I think I probably was stealthing, but I think it's now 17. relevant. Seventeen. Seventeen. I mean, with with his that one, I suppose it don't really matter, does it? But uh. well, it's a group. It's a group effort, really. So, so. I, do I also have to roll a number? Or can I? Not if you're stealthing, then yes, please. Yeah, sure. Uh, that was a fifteen. Very nice. A juicy fifteen. Um, I might get my uh my dagger out. Okay, you draw your dagger, and Natalia, what was your perception check? Fifteen. You don't you don't hear anything. Well, that's one way to discern if there's any uh, hostiles in the area. Thank you, Findex. I'm sorry. I I thought it was the floor. I'm really sorry. I'm sorry. Shh. Sorry. Uh, Can you get up? 
yeah, it's just, he kind of like half stands up and you can see like there's like a bit of like what was clearly once a table like around his ankle and he kind of like shakes his foot a little to try and get it off and then he has to like bend down and like pull his foot back out of it as quietly as he can. Um, and he doesn't do a very good job, but he, he very carefully places it on the floor afterwards and nods with his sword and the candle. Ah, right, I'm ready. Sorry. Okay, let's try this door. He, he survived the blood sands, you know. Somehow. <laughs> you haven't asked him a lot about it. Hey, he's it, very competent, probably. <laughs> <laughs> In Taro's eyes, yes. <laughs> so you open that front, that first door. It's clearly some sort of pantry. You can see that the shelves have been all kind of like knocked over or knocked in. There doesn't seem to be anything edible left in it, but you can see boxes and barrels that have clearly been torn open. Um, this is the first place that you've seen where there were remnants of food. Everywhere else has been like totally cleared out, but here they look like there are remnants. And how old are the remnants of food? I mean, is there like spoilt flour or something that's... Again, it looks like it's... It looks like it's got to a point of starting to turn, starting to go mouldy, starting to go off, and, and then it hasn't got further than that. That's weird. So it's like it sort of began decaying and then got frozen. Yeah. Would we know that that's what happened, or would we just assume that it began decaying uh, not that long ago? Roll me, roll me either nature or just a straight intelligence check. Uh, okay, I'm real good at those. I'm real good at those. Nine. It looks a bit mouldy. Doesn't look good to eat. Yeah. I, I would like to just stick a finger in that blood. Okay. <laughs> sort of congealed what? looking. Okay. Just quietly, I'll just poke a finger in it, and I'm just gonna sniff it. <laughs> okay. Blood sniffer over here. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it and then smells... I'm gonna daub it across my face in a nice tribal. No, I'm not. Just draw no. a fucking pentagram and, and be done with the damn thing. <laughs> Summon the dark lady. Yeah. No. no. Um, you. You sniff it and you can smell iron and it's metallic and it it smells like, like blood. blood. Yeah, like like something a bit thicker and a bit almost duller than you know that kind can of bright I say, smell. The one thing that I'm possibly looking to determine is like if there's any kind of you know fish guts smell to it. If it smells like early morning fish market. Yeah, there's a touch of it. Not enough <gasps> that if you weren't looking for it, you wouldn't yeah. you wouldn't know. But if you're really smelling for it, there's just that little touch of that kind of duller scent to it. Yeah. Guys, we're in Innsmouth. You're in where? Is that like Portsmouth? No, um, Yubi, no. No. I don't know. Yubi, no. I don't know I your knew, references. I knew you would not have read any HP Lovecraft. get the references, Yubi. Oh. There, is, there, is, there is no cultural relevancy. In there RPM. Just... That's so much. I have read Lovecraft. I just don't remember all the words <laughs> that he used. Yeah, we're in Innsmouth, definitely. So, what, Natalia? You see this pantry ransacked. Uh, Nerium, you've you've smelt this blood. It's got an almost fishy kind of after smell to it. And Tara, what are you doing as this happens? I guess I'm just looking around, seeing there's anything that isn't just like bad food. Okay, make me a perception check. Okay, let me use my perception dice. Uh, it's a four it's kind of it's really scary in here it's spooky it doesn't look good 
Um, it's not. It's not good. You don't like it. Okay. Cool. Good. Good percept. Yep. You did a good job on that one. Um, I would like to turn to Nat and relishing the opportunity to do this before she is able to do it to me. I'm going to say there's something fishy going on here. Are you sure it's not just a red herring? Oh, oh, oh you don't mess with the master, Woof. do you? What, what was I even thinking? You, what, what did you think? Oh. <laughs> um, just you, like the easiest ping pong, you know, flick back. Just, you, wow. you, come, you step up to Gary, you better come prepared. Yeah. <laughs> I was not, I was not prepared. Um, I am going to point out that there is a sort of, if, if you've ever been to like the fish market, then you know that there's a particular sort of smell to it. And the people in the portrait back there with the blue skin and the and the weird fishy spiky teeth and the big round eyes is a kind of a fish person thing. And I was, you know, the, um, the children's book that we found and the kid went under the water and, and was swimming around underneath the water with no sort of breathing apparatus or anything. Do you think? We might have, like, fish people on our hands. Well, we've got lizard people here, so I don't think a fish person is all that far a stretch of the imagination. Yeah, exactly. Especially if this place has come from somewhere completely different. Mm. Because it was... Because it was... You said in Velo in that book that you read, there was lots of rain, so it was a really wet place. What I would suggest is we make sure these are the five doors have nothing bad behind them. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. And yeah. then we discuss things. Why don't you go right ahead with that, Nat? I will. I'll go to the next door. Okay. The next door, as you open it, it's this larger room. It seems to be like a kitchen. It looks like it was relatively decked out, um, probably where, from your knowledge of kind of servants and, and servant quarters, it kind of looks like this is maybe where the cooking for the house was done. Again, it has been completely ransacked but there there is one thing that catches your attention this room when you walk into it there is this little tingle across your skin this little crackle of magic in a way that that you are growing more familiar with detecting <laughs> can i ask um there's is there any blood in this kitchen is there any signs of a struggle or has it been looted like the rooms upstairs were looted? yeah there's just big bottles full of blood just 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 big, big tanks full of the stuff. It's for use of a stock. Excellent. I pick one up and take a glug. No. Let's all chug on some blood, everyone. Everyone grabs <laughs> a bottle full of blood and we all just chug together. <laughs> it's a kitchen. blood chuggers. Blood chuggers. Oh, no. we've got a team name. The blood chuggers. <laughs> Please. The four blood chuggers. Oh, God. Don't include me in this. <laughs> <laughs> there, there does seem to be blood in this room. It, lo- it looks equally kind of smashed Batted. and destroyed. Yeah. Uh, but there's no one in here. There doesn't seem to be anyone in there. Okay, as soon as Nat's seen that, I'm going to turn around and go to the next room. Okay, uh, the next room seems to be another kind of storage room. This one is completely empty except for one thing. There is a kind of hat. It looks like a discarded hat. And again, like you have this weird feeling, like this crackle of, of energy over your skin as you open this door. But it's quite a small room. There doesn't seem to be anything else in it. Does the magic seem to be coming from the hat? As you take a moment to concentrate and to really kind of reflect on it, it does seem to be coming from that hat. <gasps> will it sort you into a Hogwarts house? If you're very lucky. It means Mario will possess your body and you have to yeah. jump on things for the rest of your life. <laughs> See, I got that reference. 
Mario Kart Odyssey 2 coming soon to Windows PC. <laughs> Before I follow Nat across to the storage room, mm-hmm. I would like to dart into the kitchen and see if there's anything else in the way of interesting sharp things. Like okay. dagger-sized knives and uh, maybe a nice pair of small scissors. Okay, make me an investigation check. Oh, I don't like those. Well, you're investigating shit, my man. <laughs> Can I not just perception it, my man? That's a two. A two. Fuck that dice. <laughs> yeah, get another dice. If you want to just have a look in the room and see if you spot anything from a glance, that will be perception. But if you want to like go through things and really look, then that'll be investigation. I mean, I want to dart in and out as quick as I can because okay. I don't want to get too far away from that. Yeah, you dart in and out, it's just a trashed up kitchen, you can't see anything, there's blood, and you just kind of, again, hightail it back out of there. Yep, that's fair. Taro, do you want to take a look at that? Just see if it's dangerous. And I point towards the hat. Yeah, alright. I, uh, I'm going to squat down next to it and just poke it. Okay, it doesn't doesn't seem to do anything. It's It looks like it's quite nicely made. It's some sort of, like, almost like a flat cap, but it's got a couple of, like, fancy, like, little bits of, like, almost what looked like feathers or grass or something in the side of it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it uh, is Mario's flying hat. I'm going to pick it up. Oh, my God, fly fishing. Okay, you pick it up. It's, you, again, you get that crackle, that static of magic over it, the same that you get from your cloak. So for a second, Taro, Taro goes to put it on, and then he stops and just goes... Uh, not, uh, not sure this is gonna work, Nat. Do you want to try it? Uh, okay. mm. Do you know what it might be? It, it's a hat, Nat. Cause you identify it. I don't know if I have any spell slots. I... You've just slept. You should do. Okay, is cool. Is that not a cantrip? Identify is not a cantrip. It's level one, isn't it? Oh shit! No, it's actually yeah, it's, level it's got one. a materials cost as well. But I don't know well, if we're waving that. No, we're I don't know what that. the fucking materials cost is, and I'm not. No, we're not doing that. Not playing those rules. Well. I suppose I could give it a go if you really think I ought to. Well, it, it doesn't seem to have done anything to attackers. Yeah, no, you're right. Or... I've, I've, I know exactly how to tell what magic things do. I can definitely do that. You found that floating cloak. Yeah, yeah, I could do it with the, with the cloak. That worked very well when I worked out that the cloak could float. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a go. Uh, you might want to just like stand outside the room though maybe <laughs> maybe i stand outside uh, yes. the room and withdraw my second dagger okay double double armed outside the room roll me that d20 i'm so excited wish me luck friends yeah that was a five <laughs> it's not a one though it's, it's not, not a one. one it's not a one yeah that is a victory <laughs> yeah we did so, it everyone thank you thank woo. you for coming everyone you focus on this hat and you can feel this magic and this magic for a minute it almost feels kind of like a magnet and then you you lose the concentration that you have and you see a blood stain out the corner of your eye and you kind of get your spook back on uh, and you you're not exactly sure but you felt that kind of a, a pull to it almost yeah um yeah i think i know what's going on here uh this hat is uh it makes you look good that's the power it contains just just look makes you look great that's what it's for oh well you better have that then then well i'd say yes Go on, see but, how it looks but have you not sort of noticed the 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 fact it won't really it won't really go well you could you don't put it over the horns do you, you just sort of wedge it in between that's how i've seen tieflings wear hats before well you think i should just jam this hat between <laughs> my horns 
I'm, I'm not yes. going to do that. That is what I think you should do. That would be okay, fine. disrespectful f to, Here, to this hat. You ain't got a hat. Do you want to try it? I. Is it going to hurt me? Taro says not. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> Unless you think looking really good is is the path to suffering, which you uh, might do. I, I, I don't know about that, but I'll, I'll try that. I'll put, I'll put it on if you want me to. Here, give it a go. All right. I chuck it. I toss it. I give it a little toss. He catches it. Does he? Do you want to roll for that? Because he fucking sucks. No, because he's holding a fucking sword and a candle. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> oh, he rolls in that, don't he? Okay. He catches it in his teeth. <laughs> no. Well... Yeah, okay, actually, that's more funny. So as you kind of, like, toss the hat, he has a minute where he tries to grab for it, realizes he's holding a sword and a candle, and just kind of snaps for it with his teeth in a very lizard-like motion, um, but does manage to to catch it. And he rearranges the things he's holding, which I think also includes books at this point, um, mm. and puts the hat on his head. And it doesn't seem to do anything. It looks nice. It kind of suits him. You're not quite sure how it is sitting on his head because it doesn't look like it should fit him, but it, it it's there. Oh, it's lovely, huh. Findex. Don't you clean up nice? Well done, Tara. Thank you. Yes, Tara succeeds yet again. Can, do Should I keep wearing it or...? Do you want to? It's up to you, really. It does look very nice. Oh, all right, I'll, I'll wear the hat. Let's check the next room. Does it Does it boost his fragile lizard confidence just a little bit? He keeps trying to, like, touch it. There's, like, a little feather bit that's clearly been kind of broken and it's, like, tickling, like, at the side of his face a bit. So he keeps kind of fiddling with it. Um, as you go into the next room, this seems to be, like, a servant's dining room. Again, it looks totally smashed up, but there's no one in it. Um, and, again, as you move into the, the next room... A servant's room, dining room? Yeah, it's kind of like there's what the remains of, like, a bench table and some kind of... Oh, like a canteen type. It's yeah. referred to as a dinner hall. Um... <laughs> yes, the dinner hall. Um, and as you check the, the last room, this seems to be some sort of outhouse bathroom type situation. Again, smashed up and, and no one in there. Do either of these rooms tingle when we cross the threshold? No, these rooms do not. For, not that you can feel it particularly, um, but they do not. Right, there's no one here. Let's, let's investigate. Let's look around, see what's happened. Okay, did either of you get that little fizzy thing? in the kitchen and the room with the very fine hat that our friend Windex is now attired but in. You know, I think I did. Yeah, you mean the magic thing, right? Oh, <gasps> was it magic? Well, that's what I'm assuming here. That's what it has been in the past. Oh, oh, but the hat isn't magic, so... No, the hat is definitely magic. I did The hat is your... magic? Yeah, it's magically enchanted to look good. I said so. Oh! like your cloak oh i see right oh okay. no my cloak is magically enchanted to float yeah but it did that clever thing as well when it changed color so it made the bloodstains look like they were deliberate don't remember that but but if... <laughs> yeah no look look you see that red blotchy bit there yeah it was always like that wasn't it no trust me taro i do know clothes all right we investigate the kitchen we investigate the kitchen okay roll me investigation checks it's time to roll investigation. Different dice this time. Good. Seven of your teens. Seven of your teens? Uh, oh dear. Eight. Six. <laughs> okay, as Taro and, and Nerium. sharp things. As you, you guys go in behind Natalia and Findex, and, and you can't really see around them very much. It's not like a huge room. But uh, Natalia, you feeling that, that tingle of magic, you manage to pick your way back towards the, the back of the room. 
Um, and you find this this cupboard that's open, and inside seems to be this like tankard type mug, and you can feel this almost like again like that kind of like electric static field kind of in that area. Hmm. I think the uh, the tingling is coming from this. Uh... Right. I'm going to pour some of my water from my water skin into okay. this tankard just a little bit. Uh, once it's got just not very much, just a couple of um, about an inch or so of water. Um, I then slowly start to pour it out and see if anything weird happens. Um, as you pour the water back out, you can't see anything weird, but the mug in your hand is very cold, and you are in Ooh. a hot place, huh. and it is unnaturally cold. This this seems to chill your beverages. Oh, blimey, <laughs> that, that wouldn't be a bad thing at all, would it? It's chilling. I just That is a top find, Natalia. Well done. <laughs> I'm going to uh, take a little sip. You're going to crack a cold one open with the boys. Yeah. Take a I fucking am. sip. Take a fucking sip, babes. <laughs> it is the most delicious ice cold water <laughs> that you have ever tasted. Oh boy, howdy. Well, mission successful, guys. Found a magical item. Mission accomplished. One. George Bush. <laughs> well, I mean, don't forget your sword is also magical because when you hit people with it, bad things happen to them. <laughs> <laughs> you just haven't hit them right yet, Natalia. You just wait. You won't be fucking laughing. To be laughing, fair, man. we've hit like three people and like yeah. one of them we decided to make friends with. And now yeah. here's our lizard man who follows us around and wears a cute friends. hat. <laughs> he's your new manservant. He is. He's, uh... He's a got a Skyrim pack mule. It's very good because you guys have Monty Python in a Lovecraft setting, and, it, and I love it. I very deeply love it. But he is that manservant in Camelot following behind you. Yeah, that is him currently. Imagining, I've been playing a lot of Fallout recently, just imagining loading him up with like yes. carrots. He's just that like is. a chest with legs. He is. <laughs> yeah. A chest with legs and anxiety and a lot of feelings. And a very nice hat. And a very nice hat. It doesn't look like supernaturally nice, but it is a nice hat. So yeah, as you as you take the the mug, that that is where the the crackling like magic feeling is coming from in this room. I think the rest of the place is clear. This is a I'm keeping this. Yeah, it's a good one. Eh? It should be useful. Very nice tankard. Yeah, good good find. Well, right, it was. Uh... I guess I hold that in my other hand. You are a very powerful magic user, Nat, aren't you? Uh, well, I can now. Poor cold drinks. I mean, it's useful and, like, and it's nice. And hit things with swords and you can read any language and stuff. That's pretty impressive. Do you reckon it'll be any language? Not just, I don't know, a couple. Oh, I don't know. I mean, you'd know more about that than I would. This is very exciting. Again, can we uh, can we get a move on? There's, what was there, some staircase upstairs? Um, Not too comfortable with just sitting around here. Yeah. No, fair enough. Um, Mr. Tarot, your loud noises and floaty cloak are also very impressive. What? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how any of those work. It's fine. Let's let's make a move. Yeah, agreed. Off we go. Okay, which staircase are you taking? There's one on the left, there's one on the right. Watch out, house. The uh, blood chuggers are coming for you. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> don't. Is there any distinguishable difference? No, they both go up. Okay. Are they servant staircases, though? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Odd is left, even's right. Even. Let's go right. Okay. Are you going quietly? We're going to do the right stairs. (laughs) Let's 
Fuck the stairs. Let's go. Oh we're going to stealth up the stairs. Let's... Are you stealthing the yes. stairs? Yeah, sneaky. Okay. Sneaky, sneaky beaky up the staircase. Yeah, it's 17. 17. Uh, 24. 24. 11. 11. Oh, another nat 20. Go fucking... Fidex, he's learned. He merges into the wall. Yeah, he's making up for the fucking table. He's making up for the one earlier. So as you guys head up the staircase, it's this very narrow uh, wooden staircase. A little bit creaky, but you will manage after Natalia finds most of the little creaks to avoid the ones that she has stepped on. And you come into this much kind of shorter corridor that's got four doors on the left that look again like they lead to servants' bedrooms. uh, And one door on the right that looks like it leads back into the main house. Let's check them out. Make sure no one's in here. Okay. You... Yeah. You open the doors. There's only one room that gives you that crackle feeling. They all, three of these, three of the rooms seem to be bedrooms of a sort or, or kind of it's like sleeping quarters. One seems to be like a, a, again, like a bathroom that has like a tub in it. These rooms aren't quite as ransacked and broken. They still look upended, but they don't look quite as like smashed open as the room downstairs. Uh, and as you go into this one bedroom that's got that tingling feeling, um, there's not a lot in this room, but you do see on the nightstand an, another set of candles. Ooh, more candles. How many? Don't, Are there? Don't, five. Don't answer. <laughs> Thank <laughs> God. <laughs> five candles. How big are the beds? Uh, they're, they, <laughs> That's a good question, actually. Yeah, they look longer than beds that you're used to, but quite narrow. So they look like seven foot or so long, but quite narrow. Have they got blankets? Uh, yeah, you can see evidence of blankets, pillows, sheets, mattresses. It might not be the worst idea um, if we each took a blanket, because we don't know how long we'll be camping out here and we don't have any supplies. Look, I'm, I'm pretty sure we are not camping out inside the spooky mansion. No, Nerium, Nerium's had a good idea because... Thank you very much, Nat. <laughs> we're going to be grabbing stuff as we go, right? And I just don't want to... be holding them in like a hand so if we can use the blankets to make some kind of holding bag a sack oh yeah no uh, actually i i can do that because you do the thing where you fold it in twice into the middle and then tie it up around the top and i'll show them how to do that with a sheet a sheet is going to be lighter yeah making a, a sling bag um but i would also like to roll up a blanket for me okay you do that nobody else does now we have a swag bag a swag bag Yay! yes Findex, hold this. Yeah, Findex, it might, it might help out if you've got a bag rather than just carrying all those things in your arms. Yeah, I'm carrying a lot of books at the minute. Can can you make me one of those bags, please? Oh, yeah, of course. And I will make him a bag. He puts the books in it and then he kind of puts it over his shoulder. Uh, wait, wait a second. Have this. Give him the tankard. Okay, he puts it in the bag as well. Good, Findex. Who's carrying all these five candles? I mean, I guess it's me, right? Yeah, yeah I, I think, think it, it might is. be. Uh, that's my fat I give the phone! Oh, yes! Oh, I'm so Suspension good at disbelief. this! Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> now that is a top mouth noise. That's possibly the highlight of April's episode. <laughs> As you say that, Findex looks over to you and he goes, I I called the commander dad once. It's fine. Don't worry. It happens. <laughs> it was really bad. It was really embarrassing. Uh, oh. Call me by oh. your name, 2018. For all you fanfic writers out there. No. 
No! <laughs> Findex canonically calls people daddy when he doesn't mean to. Oh, no, he just and said that. And Taro dad. calls people Taro. <laughs> I mean... That really says a lot yeah, about both, it I does. think. <laughs> it kind of does. Hello, once again, it is I, your DM Yubi, here to say hello, 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 and thank you, always thank you. So many thank yous, I'm full of thank yous. I would like to thank you all for listening. Thank you. It's been great. It's been really great, actually. It's been amazing. We have hit 5,000 downloads, which is incredible. We are absolutely blown away by your support. Thank you so much for everything 5000 that's a lot of downloads thank you for listening to us just waffle on about rubbish like i'm kind of doing now a bit um i'm going to try and keep this short and sweet and to the point but you know me person of million words um speaking of words it would be so great if you guys would leave us a couple of reviews on iTunes. We got a really great start when we started out um, and we would really appreciate you guys taking the time to leave us a couple more. They do absolute wonders for people finding our podcast. We are so keen to reach new listeners. We think we've got, you know, stuff worth listening to um, and we would really appreciate your help. If you would take the time to leave a review, it would just help us out so much. We don't have any form of advertising. The only way that we can get people to listen to our stuff is through word of mouth. So if you enjoy us, please tell a friend, recommend us. You can tweet about us. You can Tumblr about us, Facebook, anything you do to kind of tell someone, hey, I'm listening to this and it's really great. You should listen to helps us out so much. I really can't express how much helps out like I said we don't have any advertising um so it's really through you guys telling people that we're worth listening to that we get people listening to us um we've had some amazing people on tumblr and twitter Crondar, Emma City, Orion, Colin, Scully, Geometry Failure, Hannah, Martha, Sad Young Lad, amazing name, Ella Thurvin, Thurin, Thurin, The Hovering Brain, Fenrat the Thief, and so many more. We've got over 300 followers on Tumblr, over 300 followers on Twitter. Um, again, you can find us on both those sites under The Mortal Path. You can tweet about us under the hashtag The Mortal Path. You'll get shout outs at this point. I'm always looking for NPC names as well. So uh, you have a very good chance of being chosen to be on our show, which is very exciting to hear all of my players be very mean and cruel about your name and any name that I give anyone ever. I also want to say a huge thank you to Orion, who's been working so hard on transcribing the episodes. We now have episodes one and two transcribed fully. They are on themortalpath.com, which is our website. You can access them. You can read them. They are great. Thank you so much for doing that. We are so grateful. He is doing more. If you'd like to help him out, you can get in touch through our email address, which is themortalpath at gmail.com. We can put you in touch with him. Uh, he's doing a great job, but of course he's doing it 
you know, in his free times, Orion, thank you so much for doing them. We are so grateful. And speaking of, we are also so grateful to Rachel, whose theme music we are using. Um, we've moved on from The Fallen City, so Shuttle no longer is appearing as the background music. But if you miss that track, like I always do, if you go to Rachel Graff's Bandcamp, R-A-C-H-E-L-G-R-A-F-F.com. You can find a link to her band camp there and you can buy the track. It's pay what you want. She just got married to her wife, love of her life, looking to save up for a honeymoon. So any money you want to sling their way is fantastic. I'm going to let you guys get back to the show. I also want to apologize because I was really ill when we recorded this episode. So I keep sounding like I've swallowed like eight frogs and it's terrible. But also it's because I had to do the Findex voice all the time because I picked a great one. That was smart of me. Uh, yeah, so I hope that you are enjoying this spooky, spooky deep delve into the manor house and I will see you again next week. Or like, in a second. Bye! Um, he puts the, the tank in his mouth, and as he reaches forward um, to take the candles, Nerium, you notice a mark on the base of one of them. And it is a mark that you know very well because it is the symbol of Shah. Oh, gosh, those candles look really interesting. May I have a look at one of them, please, Nat, before we put them all in Findex's bag? Because, I mean, I, I'm a halfling, I don't have night vision either, so it would be really handy if I could just borrow one. Of course. I'll give you... I'll, shall I light it for you? Um, I'll hang on to it for now, because I think we want to be sparing with them. Um, but uh, it would just make me feel a bit safer if I had one of them. Of course. Can I, can I have that one? This one? The one with the symbol on it. Yeah, he, he shows you that one as you point to it. Yeah, that looks perfect. Thank you very much, Findex. That's fine. I feel a bit better now. I will slide that into my pocket. Okay. Mark down that you have a candle with the Marco Shah on it. He puts the other four in his bag. Although you, you two who have who have gone into this room, who which, have this, I don't know which Shah is it. Is it Shah one, Shah two five six? I don't know what reference you're making. That's here. okay. You don't have to. <laughs> I just wanted to put it out there into the world. Just okay. there'll be somebody out there who gets that and will be really amused. Yeah. They won't be. They'll be sort of. They'll feel sorry for me. I think. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, as it may not even be an isolated incident. <laughs> Wow. Mm. As, okay, as... I love you really, Ed. I'm sorry. You just set them up. Yeah. Join your sorrows. Have some Chardonnay. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. For a Chardonnay. And as a result, the plot is now moving forwards. Okay. As Nerium slips this candle into her bag, both of you two, or into her pocket, rather, both of you two feel that that movement of that static magic field. (laughs) Sorry, I've just realised Findex has now got four candles. Yes, yes, he does. No, that's not true because he has the original candle as well, so he has five candles. Oh, uh, no. Sorry, excellent. sorry, kiddo. <laughs> Try it again next no, time. I am Chump. grateful to you for pointing that out, Ed. Hey, do you want to go check the other the other side of the of the building before we go into the main the main well through this big door? Spoken like a completionist. Well, we won't want to get stabbed in the back. I, I quite agree. Yes, let's let's go around the other way. Can I make a suggestion? If you want. It, should we maybe block the door from this side? So that we know that that's sort of like 
cut off. Which way does the door open? It opens outwards. Which way is out? Oh, well, we can't really... So it opens towards the oh, next part yeah, of the house. Yeah, towards okay. the next yeah, part Yeah, so of we the can't house. block it anyway. Okay, never mind. Forget how I said that. Taro forgets. <laughs> Quickly, when you guys say you want to go back, do you mean you want to go back downstairs? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And up the left-hand staircase. So, well, you've come into a corridor. You can see that staircase, the same staircase in, in the other end of, of the corridor. Oh. So the two staircases have led to the same level. There's just one on either side of the corridors going up. Should we just sneak along and glance down? Is it a straight or a spiral staircase? It's a straight staircase. Uh, Taro, with your brilliant dark vision, you could do some real service here. Just check that there's nobody standing on that staircase. All right. I do this. <laughs> okay. There is nobody standing on that staircase. And you can see the bottom. You can see, like, the downstairs servants' quartery room that you were in previously before you climbed the stairs on the other side. I would like to relate this. Nerium, there is nobody standing on this staircase. <laughs> Thank you very much, Taro. I'm grateful to you. So this, sta- this architect was clearly from the Department of Redundant Staircases Department. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I liked our brief foray into children's book. It's good. <laughs> Okay, let's let's bust down these doors. The door opens away from us anyway. I think okay. we've actually covered more like ground space in any other episode so far. We're we're yeah. fucking blasting through it like we're a fucking SEAL Team Six. Yeah, you say that's because nobody's tried to kill us yet. So you open up this door, and uh, who's going first? Probably Nat. Okay. So you open this next door, Natalia, and you can see this long corridor that looks much more fancy than the the one previously this kind of clearly leads back into the main part of the house it again looks relatively pristine there's no broken furniture there's no blood stains there seem to be two cupboards at either end of this corridor and there are two doors that are quite close together uh in the middle of the corridor isn't our door at one end our door's on the side right like this is a this is a long boy oh Oh. yeah sorry your door's in the middle okay like, imagine if, if the corridor was a, a Peebus, then we're in the middle of the shaft, and uh, one is at the base with, with the me? balls, and the other one is up at the head of the Peebus. Not everything sticks. The balls. The balls There are two are doors kind of ahead of you. Where are you going? The balls. Ed, stop saying balls. Which way, Nat? Uh, how about you check that bureau? Taro, you check that bureau. Findex, you watch that door and I'll watch this door. Alright, let's do it. I'm, I'm up for this paralysation. I'm fucking okay. on it like like I'm being employed. Okay. <laughs> I go to the big cupboard. Big cupboard in perfect synchronicity. You both open the doors to these big cupboards at the same time and they are airing cupboards and they are relatively empty. There's some sheets, there's a towel or two. Does it seem like they have been freshly laundered or are they old and dusty? They are somewhere in the middle. (laughs) I'm trying to work out how recently someone has been around. Yeah, it's that same feeling. You can roll me investigation again. Oh, because that always goes so fucking well. I mean, if you try it enough times, you'll roll in that 20. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a three. I haven't got above a five yet. It reminds you of the food. It's kind of that halfway between being totally rotten and destroyed and being Mm. totally fresh. It doesn't look particularly fresh, but it doesn't look like it's been there for ages either. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. I'm going to turn around to Nat and give her a thumbs up and kind of whisper, clear. 
in my giddy joy at realising that there is nothing going to kill me in this cupboard, I would like to pull one of the whiter uh, shades of pale of fabric out of it, uh, throw it over my head, and go woo! Nice. I'm being a ghost. Ah, uh, very funny, Nario. I'll take it off and say thank you. There's nothing interesting here. Entertained us all. Findex claps slowly. I mean, I think that's fair. <laughs> are we are we going forward? Are we? Yes, let's we, open okay. your door. At the same time as you or just now? Uh, no, you go first. Okay. He opens this door and it swings forward and he kind of peers around. He goes, it's a hallway. I open mine. It, as you open your door, you can see him peering <laughs> round. And it is two doors into this large hallway that has... Why? Look, I'm getting fed up of all these choosing between two doors that end up going to the same place thing. But isn't it weird that, like, they've got two staircases that go to the same place and then they've got two corridor doors that go to the same place? I think it's just the vibe. Is it? Do you think it's... Oh, do you know, we... Oh, well, I once heard that there was a fancy house somewhere and they had fake doors put in the walls so that it was looked even and, and symmetrical and that was supposed to look fancy and better. So maybe it's that. Maybe that's yeah, what it is. Yeah, you seem to know a lot about that, Phil. You seem very sure about that thing that you apparently just heard of. Well, you know, I like to pay attention. Yeah, you shouldn't. So we walked in a straight line. We came to a long room a with long two corridor. airing cupboards. But we just walked like... A meter across it into two different doors, and that's just continued another hallway. Yeah, so you're like, if you imagine a long bar with the cupboards at either end, and you guys are in the middle, you've gone what? into the hallway. So we literally have done the, uh, we've looked in both ball sacks and are now heading up the shaft. No, we haven't. <gasps> no, we're, we're crossing the shaft. That's a painful <laughs> image. Kitty, we're crossing the shaft. We've gone from one side of the shaft to the other. The ball sack and the head are at the other. Uh, the cupboard, the ball sack. It's obvious we've crossed the shaft. Shaft crosses. Shaft crosses. That's our new name. Blood guzzlers and shaft crosses. <laughs> as you open your door, you can see as you peer around it, Findex's head, because he has opened a door into the same room. And this is quite a long corridor that has two staircases in it. And these two staircases are really wide and they look really lavish one is heading up and one is heading down you haven't seen these staircases before the ones that you went up were back staircases very narrow and rickety these are lavish and as you peer around this is clearly some sort of hall and you can see doors to the left two on the left and three on the right that are clearly going into separate rooms of this house you get the feeling that you've come out of like the tucked away servants quarters and back into the main part of the house so we're going through <laughs> this room's asymmetrical i can't i can't cope doors added in symmetry to make it more symmetrical we walk in and it's purposely asymmetrical uh i am going to freak out and say oh okay no i was completely wrong because they do the symmetrical thing in the fancy bit of the house and they don't do it in the servants quarters and everything in this place is the wrong way around it's okay it's just poor architecture are you sure, Nat? Well, I guess even lizards, not lizards, fish get stuff wrong sometimes. Sorry, Findex. <laughs> I suppose that's true. They are fish. They must have different aesthetic values. Lizards are, always get it right. It does strike me. This is this is very inefficient. Yay! Is this just like how this is going to be from now on? Like, well, it's just. I, I mean, it has been so far. The fish come. The fish must no, happen <laughs> just like. <laughs> The fish what, Gary? <laughs> Gary, the fish what? 
<laughs> I got that on tape. Huh? <laughs> 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 it's not all edge in the in the April Fools. Yes. <laughs> uh, the fish puns will happen when we're having capers. Oh. Nerian, what's your passive perception? Is it fifteen? Yeah. Okay. Are you, are you? Have you come up to the doors at this point? Oh yeah. Okay. I am. As a general rule, I am stealthing, but I'm sticking as close to Nat as possible because she looks like the nearest thing to competent that we have. Okay. As you are talking about the architecture of this place, you hear what sounds like either a footstep or a scrape of something coming from the second door on the left in this corridor. Um, I will fling, fling my arm out across probably her <gasps> knees. Yeah, um, mid-thigh, knee. Yeah, and go, you remember that time I said stand still? I've got a better idea this time. Hide. Where? <laughs> I will try and drag her back behind the door. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll close the door behind me. Is, is there a keyhole? There doesn't seem to be a keyhole. Fidex is still standing there with his door open. That's fine. They can eat him first. I will <laughs> pull Nat's arm and go, there's something. There's something in the... Which one was it? Second left door. Yeah, Fidex. Fidex, Fidex, get back in here. Yeah, from from the far end. The, of- far, the second door on the left up there, there's something scraping in there or moving. I, I want Fidex to close the door. Findex kind of takes a half step back and closes the door, but looks back at you, confused. I didn't, I didn't hear anything. It's the hat. It's over your ears. What? What else can we do? We can't just stay here. We need to go forward. All right, fine, but we should all be prepared. Wait, can we not give it a minute? Okay, let's just watch. I, I open the door just a crack. As I do so, I prepare my hand to shoot if something appears. Okay. Nothing seems to happen. You are welcome to roll me a perception check if you want to try and hear this noise as well. Nine. You can't hear anything. Okay, how about this? How about I go over to the other side, opposite that door, and I get ready to use my my magic. And then Findex, if you open the door, and so I can just shoot right at it, if there's something there. Do you you want me to go in first? You don't have to go in, just open the door and get back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it might be stuck and you're very strong. Oh, okay. I'll be covering you. Okay. We're all in it together, Findex. Right. We'll all be covering you. Okay. All right. I just opened the door. Don't hit me with your magic, though, please. I won't. I'd like to very quietly draw my sharp sword. Okay, you draw You draw your blade. Yeah, I have both daggers out. Okay. Very, very quietly, um, he makes his way across the hallway and he flattens himself against the wall by the door and he puts his hand on the handle, waiting for you. I move across to opposite the door and get in position. Right, should I roll stealth? Yeah, if you're, if you're being stealthy, please. 20. He has his hand on the door and he looks at you waiting for the signal. How far away is this door? Uh, from, from your doors, maybe about 25 foot. That's fine, I can do that. Okay, cool. Okay, I give him the nod. He flings the door open with such force that it kind of bounces off the wall inside and you don't see anything. It is dark in that room. I think it's all... Wait, try the other one. And I shift over a little bit. 
Okay. He creeps along the wall and flings open the second one. And again, it's totally dark in there. From your distance, you can't see anything in that room. The candlelight glow doesn't quite hit it. Wait, doesn't Nat have night vision? Nope. Oh, shit. Forgot. Nat's a human. Okay. Uh, Narian? Yes? I don't think anything's there. I definitely heard something. Wait, as in you can you can see it's empty? Well, not really. I just can't see anything. Oh. Let me... Shall I take a closer look? Or can, can you see in there? All right, I'm gonna... I'm gonna, like, crouch down and sneak over to where Nat is. Okay, you just, you, you kind of like crouch walk yeah, over? Yeah, doing a sneaky, <laughs> sneaky crouch walk, yeah. Okay. Tamo's being helpful. Don't count on it. Roll me still. My heart is warm. That's a 14. 14, okay. Um, It looks weirder than if you just walked over, but you do manage to do it relatively quietly. Are you going for the, the one that Findex pushed open first? I'm going for whichever one Nat is standing next to, or whichever one I get to first, I guess. Okay, so the first one that you look into, you can see it's a guest bedroom. Uh, you get that little spark, that little, again, that crackle of magic coming through it, but you don't see anything moving in that room. All right, this one looks all right. There's uh, there's some magic, something coming from in there, but but this one looks okay. Now let's, let's have a look at the next one. Okay, as you make your way across and you peer in, how, how far from the door are you? How many foot from the door? Um... I guess I'm coming around from like, I don't know, like ten foot or something. How wide is the room? Okay, uh, you can you can see into the room. I just want to know how like close to the door you are. Um, before you do that, can I say that having realised that I am standing with Findex and that my allies that I teleport with are over there, I'm gonna start shuffling into the room over to where Nat is. Well, no, Findex is nearby as well, right? Because Findex he's... is against the wall. You're you're alone now in the. Oh in yeah, the back yeah. Corner. No, I'm alone. Oh fucking, I'm uh, scamper. Okay. Uh, stealth ro- scamper. Yeah, stealthily scamper. Eighteen. You stealthily scamper. Uh, you make your way over to to Nat and kind of like. Yeah. Is that the noise your legs make? Like. Yeah, it's very good. It's it's comedic. Um, but Tara, as you peer into this room, this room looks weird and the first thing that catches your eye is that there is this long curtain draped like across the middle of the room that doesn't quite touch the edges of the room and it looks like the curtain rail has kind of grown across the ceiling it looks very very odd and as you look at this curtain and you can't quite see the color of it because of your dark vision it looks to be like kind of like thick soft material not quite like fur but maybe almost something like velvet and it kind of ripples somewhere in the middle i quickly retreat back a bit uh like so i can't see it anymore and i go yeah i think there's something in there Nat. i think there might be something it's all a bit weird in there weird how there's some kind of look now i think i think light a candle and and we should there's a curtain we need to see what's behind it look Okay. Do we do we need to do that? There's no time to be messing around here, Nerium. Yes, but get behind me. I'm I'm going in. You, no, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Nat. I'll do exactly that. Uh, I I come forward with, with I grab a can, the candle off Findex slowly. Okay. He lets you have that. <laughs> slowly come forward, sword ready, candle outstretched. Okay. You approach the room, and as you do, that candle glow 
begins to light it and you see the same thing as Tara, except you see it in color. And Tara and, and Nerium, as the light hits it, you also start to see it in color. It is this deep kind of maroon red curtain. It looks like it's made of velvet. It's got this almost shiny texture to it that looks out of place on velvet. And Natalia, as you take that first step into the room, a hand comes out round from the middle of the curtain and pushes it aside. And you see a face that you know incredibly well because you see the face of your father and he looks old and tired and worn and lost and confused. And he looks up at you and he goes, Gertrude, Gertrude. And he reaches forward and he starts to walk towards you. 